Welcome. Now. Welcome to Pilch Overload. See, at least you got good recovery. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Once again, we're live on Thursday night. <laughs> Hopefully you hit your notification button and you're here. 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 What in the world was that? Hopefully it's not <laughs> feedback on the, the mics. That was craziness. Go ahead, keep talking. Uh, hi, everybody. Yes, yeah, so we're readjusting our mics real quick just to make sure everything's hunky-dory. Hopefully you guys are hunky-dory tonight. Uh, we got some special stuff coming up. Uh, we got our new drink. It's made, ready to go. We're going to pull another one. Oh, we're good. It's not echoing. It was, must have been because I was right in here. And I'm excited about this drink because it's I know. You're be so awesome. excited. Oh, you know what I forgot to do? I don't know what you forget to do. Can I change the mic? What's the matter? I changed where the mic was. Uh, I didn't edit where the mic was coming from. So, oh, they can, but it's from um, this mic, unfortunately. Really? I'm sorry. <laughs> they can hear us. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Damon. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's one of those where, I'm sorry. That's my fault. Okay. <laughs> so, on we go. On we go. They can hear us just quite fine. It's just, unfortunately, one mics. Um, hi, uh, technology, uh, the, uh, the YouTube likes to default to that, which is on the mic. Good thing. It is loud enough, but you'll hear us a little bit, uh, distant from normal, unlike with us being on here. Anyway, they can still hear us. So it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Well, they can definitely hear you. You know what? Fuck off. <laughs> we're, we're already starting with that tonight. <laughs> no, I just, uh, -huh. setting uh -huh. facts. Facts, facts we don't need to hear. Um, live chat, let me get that back up. Come on, I want to go to live chat mode. Yes, live so chat. So here mode. we are. Oh, here we are. Hello, Glenster. So we got Damon Hi, and Jesse. So we're loud and clear. They can hear us quite well. So, yes, um, if you were with us last week, you knew that we drew the drink and he was and so excited to get the. <laughs> right, rugby. Uh, exactly. Rugby's excited too. Daddy is totally excited. We got banana. Have y'all tried out? Hold on. We'll explain that you're getting ahead of the game there, buddy. Okay. Um, but first, banana daiquiris. Bottoms up. Oh, yeah. Fresh. It is fresh. Not as, I was expecting a little bit more sweeter. I was expecting a little more rum. When I put more rum in there, I might call for it. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> and it's one. and it's not normal rum. It's our hundred proof rum. Oh, sip easy though. Yeah. Don't want to be having some. Um, brain, hello, Bobo. Brain freeze all night. Mm. I get brain freeze very easily. Very easily. It's like a banana daiquiri. But it's good. <laughs> <laughs> not bad. Fresh. Hi, Susan. Hello. Hi, Susan. We're welcome to Pillage Overload, where we are about to. Draw our drink for next week. Hashtag drink more rum. 
So, um, actually, hold on. Before we do that, I'm totally jumping ahead. I'm going to take another step. You're going to take another step. Oh, shit. Did I just leave the marker again? I have a habit of doing that every week. No, it's right here. All right. Banana daiquiri. It's a, it's a, it's a the, lo one. the locale is from St. Thomas. It's actually a little bit different than what you would expect. So it's one large, all right, banana. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a ripe banana, stab it a bunch of times, put it in the microwave for 30 seconds. It works great. Yeah. Unbelievably, it does <laughs> it actually does, work. It does very well. Uh, unlike what Miss Linda had a problem with peeling a very, very unripe banana. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't have I that did, problem. I had an issue with mine too. At this weekend? Yeah. yeah Cause, um, Test. I think the skins were a little bit thicker than the No, no, no. Tess had them in the fridge because she bought them a week ago and she didn't want them um, uh, over ripening. Um, so she put them in the fridge. Um, so they were very cold. Yes. And hard to open. Yes. They were hard to open. <laughs> they were very hard I to open. With mine too. Yeah. I know. I was trying to help Linda and I just couldn't open I'm them. Like coming so close to getting brain freeze right now. Does the size of the banana matter? Why I put two different sized bananas in this one? Mm. It's so okay. apparently it does matter. I don't know. I think it's good. Well, there, I made two for one on this one. The more banana, the better. The uh, locale of this one is from St. Thomas. Uh, this is supposedly the original banana daiquiri recipe, and I suppose it may well be as it is the most basic that I have ever come across. So says the author. Uh, these are quite addicting, which is all fine and dandy, but oh, the calories of bananas are actually very high in carbs and calories, but they also got the potassium. Very good for you. Yes. Well, especially when you've been drinking and all that. Yeah, potassium is yeah. where it's at. So in a blender, you're supposed to put all the liquid ingredients first, which is two ounces of dark rum, and we obviously use our 100-proof Captain Morgan. Uh, a splash of trickle triple sec, which I probably did in an excessive splash. <laughs> uh, juice of one lime. I didn't have uh, more than, I had a half a lime, so I used some lemon in it because it's still citrus. And then one ounce of light cream. Then you're supposed to cut up the banana, put it on top, blend it, and when you are ready, you add the ice. And if you're like me, you go tool the tool Tim the tool I can't talk Tim the tool man Taylor tool crazy Tim, man, Taylor. Tim the tool man Taylor <laughs> on my ninja blender I might post that later it's a funny clip uh, and then you add crushed ice and you blend it to the desired consistency and that is where you have <laughs> and that's when it becomes desirable it's not the size of the banana it's how you use it yes well we use it. In with rum, just yeah. add rum. If you add rum to your banana, mm. you're doing it right. So, not bad. I, I kind of like that it's not overly sweet. Like the pina coladas, you have that, to keep your banana wet. We're not using that word anymore. Banana wet is banned in this house. <laughs> ba -na 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 -na. No more wet. All right, so. We're going over the place. Kamikaze. That's kind of funny. Don't spill your drinks. I'm spilling my drinks. So spilling multiple drinks. Uh, next, and I'm going to jump ahead of this because we're talking about. So next week is um, we have a special. Let's talk like a pirate day. We're coming on Tuesday. Yes. Not Thursday next Notifications, week. Notifications, people. Put them Moist, on because we're coming banana. on on Tuesday. Yeah, we're going to come on Tuesday, which is talk like a pirate day. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple, we're, we were talking about earlier what we're planning. We're going to have fun. 
kind of ab lib enjoyed ourselves. Nothing really truly educational. If you saw us do talk like a pirate a couple it wasn't last year, it was the year before. It was many moons ago. It was like 20, many, 20 seasons 2021. ago. 2021. <laughs> uh, we had a blast, and we're kind of good. We're probably yes. going to do that too with Chum Bucket's book and all that. So, but this drink is for next Tuesday, just FYI. So, 7 30 next Tuesday. Ring that bell. Subscribe. What do you got? 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 Can you read it? Mako Jumbi. Whatever that is. Mako Jumbi. All right. Oh, we got to look that one up. I got to look that one up. That's some kind of native. That it, well, they're all from the islands, so I would assume they're that's all like native. Extra island right there. All right. What liquors are we buying? Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's a good thing we got that melon liqueur. What's in this? Uh, Mako Jumbi is from St. Thomas. It has coconut rum. I don't know if we have any more coconut rum. Light rum. We have light rum. Midori, the melon liqueur, pineapple juice, and a maraschino a splash of maraschino cherry juice. So, mm. doesn't okay. sound horrible. No, it sounds pretty good. I actually. mean, that actually sounds good with the melon liqueur mixed with. Because when you have it, you said you had it earlier, and it was just awful. It depends on what you mix with it. So no, it wasn't awful. It was just over, like a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The flavor, the flavor is, the flavor is very. So yay! It's the another drink that I bought you can't that. Use a lot of it. I bought that liquor for. We can at least do it. But I think we need to get some more um, coconut rum. I don't know if we have any more plain Malibu up there or not. I know we have watermelon Malibu. Yeah, we got we got a lot of rum. We got a lot of rum there, folks. So. Uh, again, hello, Jesse, Bo, Susan, Lunster, and Damon. Thank you for joining us on Hi, episode Damon. three of Pillage Overload. And to go back to what Jesse was saying, are we dried out yet? Yes. yes. <laughs> As of today, actually. We um, were drowned rats this weekend. I just boxed everything back up and put it back in the trailer. As of today. We actually went and got a uh, vorted, like an air mover fan to help dry out the stuff in the trailer because yeah. we could take the canvas out and hang it on the back fence, but the issue was the wood, all the wood that was in the tent, and mostly the barrels that were in the, yeah. tent, um, in the trailer and the barrels that are stored in by the, the front tunnel. of the trailer, and I'm not dragging those heavy things back out of there so i refuse to uh, adulterate my rum unless with see the damn heart is in the way and i can't see it unless with something croutons rum with croutons what? i don't know i'll i'll read that when somebody sure else what... makes a comment about above because they put the stupid ass heart oh there it is i refuse to adulterate my rum unless with ice croutons oh okay that makes sense <laughs> say croutons what Ice. I see it now. Ice. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I rotated it. You got to rotate it here and there once in a while. So, I mean, well, you got to explore some different things every once in a while. Well, I'll tell you what. Bamboo never gets mixed. Bamboo is pure. Pure in heart. <laughs> pure bamboo. Pure, pure in drunkenness. Bamboo, too. you're so pure. So, talking about this weekend, uh, we last week we talked about how we were getting ready for Harvest Fair. We have been prepping for weeks. 
Uh, we got there. Yes. We set up our fly. No, we set up. Yeah, we set up the fly. Yes. Fly was great. It was shade. Then we get the tent set up. And then Mr. Willis and Andy shows up. And then purity, as it should be. Uh, and then Andy and Mr. Willis showed up. And then as we we unloaded the trailer, Mr. Willis's trailer, the loose cannon trailer. And as soon as we do that, he's yelling at me for us to get, because our tent is not waterproof. It's secondhand canvas that we did when we were first starting and we needed some place, a tent. We needed we needed a canvas tent, so we just whipped it together. Yes. We whipped it together. Uh, so I'm helping him get the tarp on, yelling at Andy to get the tarp out of the trailer to cover the canvases, the, the cannons and the wood and everything. And then the wind, the wind it came through. Hard. It Thursday when you guys were live with us, the storm that came through, that was almost as bad as it was Friday. It, to be honest, it was terrifying. Yeah. Um, it felt like we were inside of a car wash with a 50 mile an hour wind. We we lost. It was the, literally just. Yeah. Everything was it was insane. We lost we lost the fly. We lost the fly, fly Friday night. The main ridge went down. Um, and uh, and then we were trying to save the tent. Because obviously we had just started putting stuff in it. Thankfully we didn't put all the bedding on there. And we were wanted to sleep in it. Yeah, we needed a place <laughs> to sleep. So that that was more of the yeah the squalls. So that was more of the panic was we need a dry place to sleep. So Willis and Andy, thank God they were there. There, if they weren't, I think we would have been screwed. There's no way because me and him are on the side of the the holding the tarp down the wind was whipping so bad that it literally pulled some of the lines up so yeah. i'm holding on one end he's holding on the other and we're over by the fly and the water is pulling really bad on our fly so andy goes and gets the one of the t-poles over from the main camp and brings it over he's like you guys ready we're all like yep and he goes and he sticks it underneath the fly, and then Jay gets his face full of water, and I get his face full of water. <laughs> and Willis was on my side, and I just turned to him and I just started laughing. I was literally drenched from head to toe, underwear, socks, the whole nine yards. There was not an inch dry on me. And I tats. Um, it was something. It was something. It was. It was really. Um, it was one of those you you had to deal with it in the moment and just take it in a stride. Bless Tess's heart. She was she felt there was some other people who were at Harvest Fair who and you notice it's everybody with pop-up tents that got destroyed. Everybody with a period reenactment type of setup survived. Mm -hmm. Um so so we were able to rebuild the fly and actually use it uh the next day. Which was good. Oh, yeah, it was uh, great memories. It was great memories. What had happened is one of the pegs on top of one of the poles for the ridge pole just kind of bent sideways, uh -huh. which is not good because it just that just brings the whole thing down. So yeah, we tore it down completely and reset it up. And we did it, it Saturday, we did it Saturday morning. So Friday night, when the wind was done, um, I called Bo and I called Lindsay and they're like, 
what do you need? And I was like, Bo was almost there. I was like, I just need you here now. And then Lindsay, she's like, I'm so home. What do you need? I'm like, towels <laughs> and possibly a new fly. So she brought pop-ups for us and brought lots of towels and extra shirts. So very, very grateful for our crew. And that's what I love about our crew is that we come and yeah, Susan, that was, it was insane. Um, so when we were in panic mode Saturday, that's why. <laughs> yeah. So, but, uh, fortunately Saturday's rain didn't come with the wind. No, no. Saturday's rain came, came with, with the oh, rain. Yeah. <laughs> the rain came. Yeah. Um, so it came and kept on coming and didn't stop all day long. So what Susan's talking about is, uh, they were expecting it to start raining at two 30 in the afternoon. We had cannon demonstration at one o'clock. It was literally one 15. We were setting up the lines and going to start firing cannons and the rain came in like out of nowhere. And he's looking at me saying, let's grab the merch. I'm looking at Bo. Bo's like, I got the cannons. So we all scattered and we, uh, Jesse, Jesse, I cannot thank you enough. You and Jan, you guys and your friends. I, I literally, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for saving and helping Lindsay and us getting all our merch into safe because that's literally Parley 8's merch. That's everything. That was everything in our shop, in our shop, in our store. And if if we would have lost that, that was thousands of dollars of merch and hours of hard work before us prepped that we would have lost. So, uh, and lightning, yeah. So many hands make life work. Yeah. So I, Jesse, I'm just forever thankful. I can't thank you guys enough. I really appreciate it. And the laughing and taking it in stride and having fun with us on it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thankfully, out of that whole scenario, we walked away with nothing destroyed. Yeah. Um, unbelievably. We were, uh, we were, we were managed with Susan, the rest of our crew and other people from Harvest Fair, uh, I'm assuming it was volunteers and patrons to empty out our tent because everything of our weekend was in there, non-period, period, electronics, yeah. spending the whole night yards. Unfortunately, with Saturday's rain, it was <laughs> the water was coming up from the bottom this time. Mm -hmm. And again, we're going inside the tent, so we had to take all our bedding, move all the boxes. It was literally up the to my cat. The tent stayed out there, and that was it. Everything else had yeah. to come inside. I pulled, <laughs> so the tent was the only thing that <laughs> stayed which was that Which was saturated. It's crazy. Uh, we put a wood board at the end of our bed because we sleep on a cot, and it's a metal cot to hide the legs. And I, when we finished clearing everything, I took the board and I put it on top of the cots. It was literally three to four inches of water at that point. And even that is maybe an inch or two off the ground. It was up to my calves. And at some areas in the area, it was up, almost up to my knees. So we call it the Great Lakes of Harvest Fair. On uh, another positive dealing with storm, Cedar Key is uh, a go. Yes, we did see the post that we are 100% on the go at Cedar Key. Yes. I complained about our water damage, but at least we had to bring everything home and not have that kind of damage right. that Cedar we, Key did. We have a home. We have a home. We didn't lose our merch. We have our shop and everything. So it was it was an interesting weekend. It was one of those that if you didn't laugh at it and just take it in stride, yeah. it would have destroyed you. It would have just ruined the weekend. And I think our crew who had to 
stay through it. And, you know, thank you. Thank you to the ones who were there for today and helped us get our stuff out of there. But those of us who were overnight, we made the best of it. And we Everybody ended up having, wet, no matter who you were, we, we made loose cannon summer camp. <laughs> we, yeah. we had summer Fortunately, camp. <laughs> and fortunately we brought, uh, multiple uh shirts and mm -hmm. sets of garb with us because we needed every bit of it yeah we took over the building as Mo said so the the vendor building the guild hall obviously they called it for sunday so guild hall was empty and loose cannon moved right on in so yeah, music we food we were building. great that's kind of cool it was awesome so uh that was that was this past weekend um met very many memories very grateful on it we did we did decent enough in the hours we were selling um but on that note our website's live yeah yay <laughs> revamp i finally got it up monday yeah and uh it looks great lots of new stuff that yeah, wasn't on the old website uh that we had been spending weeks on for harvest fair so it's all up there mm -hmm. so we got new merch we yeah. got a new website we mm -hmm. got things going on things Very, are happening. It, it's more simplified not as busy as the other one uh, we realized we got so much going on so simple website find what you need more merch we'll work on this summer of um, summer we'll work on this winter <laughs> we'll work on this fall and winter over, babe. i know we'll work on this fall and winter getting more merch up there we promise to keep up with it i realize how horrible we are at keeping up with that shit. so yeah, definitely Jesus, I right. fucking hate this thing. <laughs> Sorry, my keys. I'm just gonna hold this till it's done. <laughs> you gotta I'm just gonna hold it till it's done. That's all I'm gonna do. It was moist. It was it was moistly uh hi Linda, drink more rum. <laughs> it was moistly drink more rum. Yes, we we all had that. It was definitely moist. But you know what? The stories we got for after that one. Um, definitely cannot contend to the Blackbeard Festival with the tornado that came through, but yeah. I think that was close enough Friday night with the, I swear we were near edge of a tornado, so. Yeah, yeah. the wind was a blowing. Moistest fun ever. <laughs> it was the moist fun ever. It was the moist fun ever. Uh, but yeah, so because we uh, had it cut off selling early and Harvest here was gracious enough to start Talking about everybody's websites, I really pushed hard and I got up Monday nights. I think that's when I got it up. I think I, I got up. So, yeah. I think I got up Monday night. So it is live. It's good. Uh, we might be doing some extra stuff to it. I, I don't know. It, it's where it needs we'll to be. We'll tweak it. Let us know if there's something that you see that we could Just maybe do better at. Fire shit. And maybe maybe <laughs> we'll fix it. Fire stuff. Uh, but yeah. So yay, that's behind me. I feel like all I've been doing is working nonstop for weeks, but anyway. So uh, keep in mind, you guys got to still email us your favorite moments. Um, From Village need, Overload. We need your help with that. So you got to get those in by Monday the 18th. Yes, give me time to put them all together. Please, I, please. I got Fish. some notes from your moments from last week's live chat. So if you want to put it in live chat, go ahead. I'll, I'll grab those. We want to use stuff well, that you guys like because yeah. we put these videos together before and yep we know what we like but yeah. we want to know what you like i know what he so. likes he likes a damn smoke machine <laughs> always a fan favorite 
It was just my favorite. Which one? Mine's it's, mine's with the flag. When you small flags, I'm like, ah! <laughs> I had that as a reel. And actually, <laughs> that is like one of the most lost reels I've had <laughs> on my page. And, and my other my other favorite one is Captain Morgan. Happy birthday, Captain Morgan. He would be still dead. <laughs> he is still dead. Oh, the snippets and everything we pulled together. I really like those. I needed more rum. Well, drink more rum. It was moist. We're good. We're good, Tess. We survived. We're dry. We made on. We're gonna we're gonna conquer next year. We got it. Maybe I'll do another Dubois for the donation and charity uh, of the raffle again next year. I might just do that. I might just do that. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. So maybe mm. maybe. Mm. But that's in the past. Maybe now we gotta go to the future. Song. How about that? Could do something. Also. Hmm. Right. Mm. 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 No what? So where are we gonna be this weekend? We're going to Maryland Red Bear! Yes! After two years, we're going back! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going home. No pirate cord. I don't have a buccaneer. Uh, 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 the, the cop told me that joke. He's like, Food Lion's got pirate corn. I'm like, pirate corn? He's like, yeah, it's a buccaneer. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, hey, what's a pirate's least favorite vegetable? He goes, what? I'm like, legs. <laughs> and he just looked at me. <laughs> but we're going to Maryland Ren Fair next week. Yay. Uh, Bobo and her hubby are going to come up with us. So at least, you know, you're going to have some loose cans being loose cans around that place. <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna go up tear that place up. We're gonna go early. We're gonna spend the day and we got a hotel room up there so we can stay at a closing if we can survive. <laughs> and um yeah, it's been two years since we've been there. Has it been two years? Has it has been longer than two years? Has we go no it may have been longer. I know Was it we before didn't go COVID? last year. I know we didn't go last year and oh. I know we went the year before COVID. I don't know if we went. They weren't, oh, were they open in 2021? I don't think they were. I don't remember what that picture is on the on our calendar. Um, hotel? No, no, no tent. No tent. Jesse, this is purely for pleasure, not for business. We're going to be patrons yeah. and enjoy yourselves just like we did at Bristol. And we got these cool ass mugs. Maybe we'll get some cool stuff at Maryland. Actually, we're going to see Candace. We'll see some other uh, people that we know up there. I'm prob we're probably going to run into some other people oh, yeah, that we know. It's, sure. it's Pirate Weekend at Maryland Red Fest. So yeah, that's why. Now. That's why we're going to do it. Uh, but anyway. anyway so, anywho. anywho, don't forget, after this, we got an extra half hour to cook bacon where we're just going to be obnoxious, like always. And effing off. Like, uh -huh. You know, real. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then we already said next week was Talk Like a Pirate Day. We're yes. going to do it on Tuesday. So just remind Tuesday. 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 Not Thursday. Hit that notification button. I was going to say, if you subscribe and notify and all that, you won't have that worry about not remember. And then if you're my crew, don't worry, you won't forget either. I'll remind you. <laughs> we are the notification mm -hmm. button for the crew. Yes, we are. So... Last week, we kind of talked about William Kidd and what we had heard about him. You know, the, the, the rumors, the myths, and all that. 
And this week we were going to do a little bit more of the factual and historical stuff, you know, kind of like what we did with Captain Morgan. Unfortunately, uh, I have been working nonstop <laughs> and with yeah. everything going on with Harvest Fair drying out, I've had a couple orders. I'm trying to get out the door. We haven't really been doing as much research as we wanted, but we still want to talk about William Kidd. So we do want to talk about some of the things that we have learned and then do kind of what Bouts and I do um, between the bulkheads and just have a conversation and what we heard and what we thought and how fucked up his shit was. Because <laughs> it was messed up, man. It was way messed up. So first off, before we even get into those, because I didn't put it on there, was he actually had a really hard time getting a crew for this. So he was given the commission to be a pirate hunter in 1690. 95 right because 16 yeah so in 1695 around there is when um that's when he started putting his career together well that's when he got the commission and he came home to boston after being in london with all the backers and he started finding well the problem was is that because he had such uh prominent backers on this uh voyage and him being a privateer they didn't we, we talk about how privateers, pirates, and the Royal Navy work with the shares and all that. A privateer crew is very close to a pirate crew. We've talked about that. Mm -hmm. That the, really the only difference is the side of the law you're on. But in the case of Captain Kidd and his privateer, it was more geared to, towards a merchant pay and a so Royal like Navy a contract pay. Than it is articles it was there were articles but it wasn't as in the favor of the crew it wasn't a, yeah, a, it's always going to be in the favor of the people that hired the favor, and the captain cheers mark williams welcome mate <laughs> hello hello sir you so, got pirate weekend this weekend in ohio too uh so, so it's always going to be in favor of the people that hire the privateer Whoever that may be. Well, wasn't it, the captain. it wasn't even so much of the privateer. It was all those uh, private um, backers. The, yeah, that's the, what I mean. The people that hire the privateer, the backers. Oh, oh, oh gotcha, gotcha. I thought you meant So it's going to be in their favor. And yeah. It's going to be in the captain's favor. It was way more. And the um, rest goes to. Subsidize. Yeah. It, it was definitely more. Yeah. It was. It was. I mean, in those cases. It was weak. I'm sure they did come up with, obviously they were contracted for lack of a better word, I guess. So it was you know, still, it was all a, that's worked out before they even leave. It was still a um, pay when pray or pray when pay. There's a term that they use that the only way they get paid is when they get prey. Gotcha. That's what it is, but it's the same way with the pirates, with the privateers. So it was the same idea as mm -hmm. a pirate. But the pay suck compared to it. So yeah. in order to get people to actually join this voyage, he told them that, yo, just, just, just come aboard. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll change it when we get off. We'll change it when we get out to sea. And he did. He, literally, after they pulled off, he ended up changing the articles to be more uh, friendly and more of the, along the lines of a pirate democracy than it was a privateer. Yeah. So he's trying to hook his crew up. Yeah. Better. And that was so, and then they finally left. It took 
Well, the problem was, is when he got the commission, they become a pirate hunter, which I still have an issue saying pirate hunter. I think kids Rogers, every time we talk pirate hunter, which Rogers, when I say pirate Rogers, kids Rogers, Rogers. (laughs) I'm mixing words now. Can you not tell that I've been working my normal job every day and I've been at like every hour afterwards sewing? I'm surprised I have all my fingers. Um, (laughs) Roger Dodger. Roger Dodger. (laughs) Roger Roger. Uh, so, Woods Rogers. Woods Rogers. William Kidd. William Kidd. Hunters. They're apparently. No. no, I don't. I don't think that. Well, I, I don't believe William Kidd was a pirate hunter ever. I think that he was contracted to go after pirates, and just like they said that, even after a year of sailing, the he problem was. Well, even when, after when they got the commission and he went down to Africa, because the whole point of him getting this commission was to go over to India in Africa and protect basically the India Trading Company because it was so lucrative for England that they got there and guess what? There was no pirates. And also, English was at war with French. Imagine that, English at war. If you remember the last season when I talked about how the English just can't keep their asses out of war. Seven-year war, 12-year war, Dutch war, Anglo-Saxon war. French Indian French or, banana war. French banana war. <laughs> banana, 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 banana. Anyway. The banana daiquiri mm. war. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The empty war. Oh, I was just gonna taste that for having that. Uh, so. <laughs> so have your rum drink and then wash it down with a rum drink. Rabbit rum. Rum chaser. Give me bourbon. <laughs> Bourbon and Coke. Bourbon we, Chaser. That's how we roll around here. If you know where that's from, the mummy. I just t- changed it into wrong. So, yeah. But that was, uh, it's not up there, but that was one of the things that was interesting. That was the only way he was able to get the crew uh, that he needed. He needed 150 men. And that was the only way he was able to do it. So go up to him and tell them that he was going to change the articles to be more in favor of them. So. So he did. So he did. <laughs> And so it was. And so it was. And so we shall go to war. <laughs> Cheers, Linda. Um, the. So what's this officers spread rumors in court? How about Thomas Warren? Talk about Commodore Warren. Okay. Sure. He, he jumped one. We got to talk about Commodore Warren. 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 Did Warren. I? Warren. I can't did speak. I skip something? I'm sorry. You got you can talk about the articles next oh, week. Oh, sorry, I did skip something. Oops. It's okay. Oops. So Kid and his crew went on, started going across over to Africa, and while they were there, they got chased by a ship. And of course they're trying to run away, and then they realize it's from the British Navy. Mm-hmm. So exciting. Oops. And half these guys were originally pressed in the British Navy, so they wanted nothing to do with it. Hi, Lindsay. So eventually they realized they had to stop and lower the flag because, you know, they they got a letter marked from the crown, directly from the crown, by the way. It was signed from the king himself. So they stopped. But by the way, that the Commodore on the fleet that was coming in, it was like uh, about six ships, I think. They called him, what is it? Wrong way, Warren. Thomas Warren. Basically, a lot of his guys kept dying because he couldn't find land to resupplement water and food because he was an idiot. Apparently, he was an idiot. You're a Commodore, you don't know how to read a freaking compass. Well, like I said, 
they make you know. Navy Navy can't uh Navy can't um swim either. I'm sure he probably, <laughs> he probably came from a rich family and somebody said, You're a Commodore. <laughs> You're now in the Navy. I would believe that. Uh but he uh, kid interacted with this guy, they did lunch food and they talked, and Warren's like, I need 30 guys. You were talking about that last week. Now he needed 30 guys because he kept killing all those guys, so he had no bodies. So he saw a kid, I'm gonna I need 30 year guys. Kid's like, okay, I don't have a choice. Oh, this was the guy that caught him on the way out. On his way uh, to Africa. Yeah, no, where he stopped him at the mouth of the Thames when they yeah. were leaving England. Was no, it no, 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 it's no, this was oh, somebody this different. Guy? This is a different guy. Right. I thought we were Correlating that no, story. well, you were talking last week about the the admiral and when they were eating and getting drunk and having Mary and all his food on the ships, and he's like, "I'm gonna gang press thirty year guy, thirty of your guys." Yeah, that's that guy. Wrong way, Warren, because you can't tell left from right. You're military left. Stop yelling. <laughs> I'm just making sure they can we're hear right me. Here. No, wait, they're over there. <laughs> just making sure they can hear. Catch it with some of the comments, and I'm dying at Tess's. It was moist. Must be a micromanager. <laughs> he <laughs> was. And he sucked. He sucked. In fact, East India Trading Company had a couple ships with them, and they slipped away in the night to get the fuck away from him. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and it was the second time. The first time, they didn't do it in the middle of the night, and they tried to do it in the middle of the day, and he chased them down. He went after them. He's an idiot. That, it's like, anyway, he was an idiot. So, wrong way, Warren. But during the whole time when they were eating and drinking and being merry with them, kid, like any other Scott, was boisterous. Imagine that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Boisterous Scott. Mm -hmm. uh, so, he was an OG character. <laughs> I couldn't hear you. Shut up, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he was an OG Garrett. So he was he was, I think he was jealous of Kid. First off, he's got all these 150 guys who are willing to stay with him. Um, Kid doesn't get lost. He yeah. had food and drink. Actually knows how to navigate. Knows how to navigate. Um, so but by the way, when they got him drinking and much Scott's who gets boisterous and all this, and this way he started talking, by the time that kid left them, he was convinced that kid was a pirate just by the way he was talking. You keep me and me. I understand there's no footrest here, but you can stop me and me. Anyway, we need to put a barrier up. We were, do, we were doing so well this season. We were doing so well. <laughs> I'll bring the footrest next week. Probably a good idea. Uh, but yeah, so because of that way he was talking, he, 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 he was like Mr. Willis, who's confident in himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and because of that, uh, basically what he said, what he thought the kid was a pirate, went to the other officers, and if you know anything about anybody, uh, especially men, there are a bunch of high school girls who like to gossip. 
women we, especially we, rich we hold we hold no we maybe. hold no candle against you men okay especially in construction yeah. Look at those mouths go but anyway so uh the officers when they were in court spread the rumor the rumors went around and eventually the rumors went back to england and then lo and behold kid was a pirate well so you gotta do what pirates do well he was a privateer he thought he was doing everything right so uh but yeah they, they spread the rumors and definitely made it back to england and it wasn't and it wasn't just the rumors of kids crew it was some of the rumors of actually how the navy the, the british navy treated the people in the ports like shit too so obviously that went back and it somehow came back that it was kid. It's all word of mouth. It's all he said, she said bullshit. Well, and then he made his biggest mistake. Well, did he now? What was that? McCabe Marchant. Was it his mistake though? Well, it wasn't a mistake for him. It was a mistake for the situation that he was in. The preconceived notions that he was already a pirate? Yeah. Well, well that- he just kind of made that a reality for them the rumors became truth well the problem is is it depends on what you look at the cater merchant as always it is depends on perspective your perspective your perspective cater merchant according to the kid and according to those loyal the kid had french papers gossipers say wrong long wrong enough did you mean long enough not wrong enough uh, Gaspers say it wrong enough, long enough, it becomes a truth for the weak-minded. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. It's sad. I mean, it's it's to be honest, it's a lot of even in today's culture and all that. And I I think a lot of it is just jealousy. Uh, like I was saying that Broadway Warren had no respect from his people because he couldn't yeah. even freaking navigate. So why would you respect him? And you yeah. had somebody. At this kick- is this is a guy that has his crew making fun of him because he can't navigate he's no fun it's the navy you know and then he it's comes the and navy. then he, like you said kids comes along he's this boisterous guy drinker you know having fun and his crew and he's in likes his him he's and, in his 40s at this time he's not a young buck yeah he's in his 40s and, but he already had so a re- course, and he already had a reputation of being a strong sailor of being a good leader even before this so of course you know they're gonna talk crap about him back in england mm-hmm. so like you do with guys you're jealous of well when your ass is stuck in england yeah sure mm-hmm. so it kata merchant it depends on what you want to call kata 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 we'll just call it kata kata merchant was a merchant ship very heavy ship I mean, it was it, it was after a year. So they they left Boston in 1696, and I think they got the ship in late 1698, early 1699. Hmm, we have seen this in the pirate community. No, no way. No way. Fuck's sake. What are you talking about? <laughs> um. So it was. I think it was. I don't know if it was 1698 or 1699 where they took the Cater Merchant. And when he took the Cater Merchant, he got the papers. And according to, this is all according to Kit. This is all hearsay because it's all in what the history writes about what you 
History is written by those that are strong, not by the meek, weak, or dead, unfortunately. Uh, so, I, mean, I mean, really, yeah. it, it, he died. He, he was killed. He was hung. Spoiler alert, he died. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't figured that out on this show, spoiler alert, he died. Um, so his papers, uh, he knew they were French, so he thought they were good. But the problem is, is when he went back to England, the ship was owned by a businessman from India. And they were trying to appease the East India Trading Company and everybody in India because that's where they were getting all their money from. And even though Kid said he had all this money, it wasn't worth it compared to saving that relationship that they had. So what's the word? Um, the devil's in the details. You got to pick the lesser of evils or any of that crap. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. Well, I don't know. England, yeah. England always makes bad decisions. Sorry. Sorry, Hannah. Sorry, Hannah. And back then, East India. <laughs> Sorry, Hannah. And back then, East India Trading Company ruled the roost too. You know. They were monop. They had monopoly. They were. Um, they were Bill Gates. They were basically their own government. They were Google. They were Apple. Yeah. They were Vatican. More money than God. History is written by the victors. That's what I was looking for. History is written by the ones who win. Yeah, and and. We talk about pirate history and why it's so difficult to find it is because how pirates hid their yeah. they didn't want to be hung by what they wrote down, which is why it's right. very difficult. So like most of the pirate history you get, like we keep saying, comes from the trials, like mm -hmm. kids' trials. That's where the because they put the crew on the stand and they start yapping and the truth comes out, or well, what, it was not if, necessarily mean if they truth. get clemency, they're gonna say whatever yeah. to save their own. Now. Not necessarily. I'm thinking of now. Obviously, back then, oh, the truth oh, okay. didn't come out. Yeah, yeah. But they start talking, you know, and mm -hmm. this is where the history gets written from, and you know, it, it's even then they kept the court records obviously they well, that's how that's how we know stuff, about especially this. if you went on trial in england it's all documented kids trials all documented that's how we know that the these papers from the cato merchant went and disappeared yeah and, and there was a comment there was a comment saying that kids should have copied the documents and i'm like how do you it's gonna go down how do you how do you copy a document in the late 1600s you Rewrite it. Local Kinkos. Yeah, you go to local Kinkos and just make a copy of it to prove that it's not your handwriting; it's somebody else's. Really? Ye old, ye old FedEx Kinkos. It's like Deming having have all those letters of Mark in his pocket, but it's not what he really did. Kinkos. If that was the case, you could have just drawn it up. That's I my wanted. point. Is that like, he just yeah. made it up? <laughs> yeah. So this, this ship was worthy of taking. Yeah. You know. But. Here's my paper. Copy the document by by hiring a monk. Yeah, he he missed he missed that memo. He did that. Maybe he would have had his neck saved. Um, but what's interesting is we talked last week about how our pile had portrayed him, him being kid, as burying treasure, 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 treasure. I swear I'm not drunk. I'm just tired. <laughs> it's been a long week. Um, but he, where was I? Buried treasure. Yes. He actually, kid really did bury treasure. That kid, 
Kid, we can blame Kid. We can blame Kid. We'll blame Kid. Supposedly, <laughs> he did bury a treasure chest, told the governor, and said, hey, here's money. Yada, yada, yada. Go get it. Um, I guess it's an act of faith to try to get him released from prison. Uh, they found it. They buried it. They found money. And then when he was on, when he was in England, he wrote another letter to, I don't know who, either someplace, some prop and prim and proper big wig in England or the king himself and said, there's more if you but let wait. me go. But wait, there's more. Uh, I th that if they let him go, I don't know where that came from. Let's just keep on going. Okay. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah. So he, he was like, um, you know, you let me go. I'll, I'll tell you where it is. It's even greater than the other treasure, but that's what I was saying that East India trade, Trading Company's trade routes were more valuable than that. So, but even in so that. What happened first? Where the, it was the governor that he said, yeah. Don't you think he would have learned his lesson the second time like when the governor came back and didn't let him go? Or whoever, who, who was it that didn't let him go? I don't know. Didn't he? He was in jail for a year in Boston and he went over to England and was in jail for a year over there. Oh, wait, so they, wasn't it the governor that he told him had the treasure the first time? They went and got it and mm -hmm. that was did it. they actually release him? No. He ended yeah. up getting put over in ink. Well, that's why, that's you why in his letter, that's why in his letter. So I'm saying you would have thought the second time he tried that in over in England that he would have learned his lesson. But the problem was is he didn't <laughs> tell like, him. They're not going to let me go. But they didn't tell him, but he didn't tell him where it was at the second time. He learned his lesson for the first time. He didn't tell him where it's at. Supposedly he gave the note to his wife. Oh God, that was weird. So, um, circling back around to that. Uh, History Channel, American on Earth, what was his name? Um, Scott something. I don't remember. Anyway, he, there was American on Earth episode, season three, episode 16, and it's about William Kidd, and I watched it earlier today because as I'm sewing 76 buttons under a coat. Anyway. Nobody cares. My fingers do. <laughs> anyway, so as I was sewing buttons under a coat, I was watching that, and it, they were talking about the myths behind Kid, and one of the myths is that um, his wife got arrested with him. I don't think that's a myth. I think that was fact in Boston. He got arrested, and so his wife Sarah. And okay. then when they were in prison, he gave her this piece of paper with a bunch of numbers on it, and no one knows what it is. And all of a sudden on the show, they're like, "Hey, it's latitude and longitude." I'm like, "He's a fucking sailor." First thing I would have thought of: latitude and longitude. So. Was this a supposed thing, or did he actually do this? I don't know if that was from the dog. It was some kind How of thing. How did they know it was latitude and longitude? He guessed. Oh. The numbers, there was the right amount of numbers for it. Excuse mm -hmm. me. I got burped. So they actually had this letter? No, it was not a letter. It was just a it, piece of paper? It wasn't the original, but the numbers, yeah. whatever, passed down. It, myth, 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 myth. I myth, rolled myth. from hell. Myth. Uh, which brought him to some Duck Isle or whatever off Boston. And one of the other boat charter captains there was like, hey, it's a myth. It's a rumor. It's bullshit. Um, if you really want to see something from Captain Kidd, you know where to go look. 
the Pirate Museum in St. Augustine? The Pirate Museum in St. Augustine. Well, if they have it on display at the time. No, they don't. Because then you say that it wasn't on display. Not at the time of that video, no. Oh. Yeah, they, they, they talked about now. They talked about it, and they were like, you need to go to St. Augustine. And I'm like, what? The Pirate Museum? What? That's the Pirate Museum. Who, where else would you go to St. Augustine with the Pirate Museum? Where else? <laughs> Captain Mayhem. Those were big feelings. <laughs> I don't know what feelings I'm feeling, but okay. Um, men don't learn lessons, Jay. <laughs> See? Sure. I That's think true. we should go dive in the archives again. Ooh, it has been a while since we got into the archives. And I got enough of information from my resources where... The archives? Yeah, library. Uh, mm. Virginia. Oh, yeah. Library of Virginia here in Richmond has some pretty awesome archives. Lynn and I went exploring around, so look, just looking at old maps. We were, it's yeah, and we'll, and then when we go in kit, it's even more fun. Lynn, we gotta go in kit. We're gonna go. We're gonna cool. go research in kit next time. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, so I don't. It really kills me. I don't remember what the name is, but on that that yeah, that was one of the rumors and all that and it, myth. Like, you know, probably built up to. I'm calling bullshit. Probably bring tourism. The other part was is that um, they thought that the Astors. Yeah, that's a weird connection. Connection. The whole reason for that connection is that in the um, and it's like early 1800s, which is like 100 years after Kid, which is also really weird. But it came from yeah. they think that a fur trapper that Astor had employed had found a cave that. The treasure was in. Oh, come on. And that's because all of a sudden the Astors overnight had like this little, little bitty bitty sum of money in their bank account and then they were rich. They said that the original Astor in today's dollar value is like 100 billion. He would be worth 100 billion dollars. Oh, the Astors were. Oh, yeah, yeah. Astronomically. Right? And, and, the, and John Astor III died on the Titanic. Yeah. How well did so that this do? This is his family from back in the early 1800s. Oh, Susan, you love research. You can come join us in kit. So this was early 1800s. Yeah. Late late teen, late 1700s, early 1800s. Kid was hung in, in 1701. Early, yeah. So early is an understatement, like in the first year. So they supposedly Astor's family supposedly found this treasure in a cave. Blah blah blah. The, the person that they had hired who shared it. Yeah. Another eye roll. Yeah, and, and even one of the ancestors. And even one of the ancestors, like I've never saw a penny of that. Yeah. Even if they did. Why would I tell you? <laughs> right. Yeah, my my fortune came from that. <laughs> right. So um it's not that 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 that, that was weird when when they went through. I, I kind of heard the piece of paper before with his wife. I wasn't really a big like wow moment, but when they brought up the Astros, it was a like what 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 are you smoking? What what are we smoking? And I, mean, I feel like that a lot sometimes okay, with the show. They kind of well, reshow it. I mean, it it wouldn't be so bad if it was in the time period that kid was alive or right after it, but. You're talking Almost about a hundred years later. Yeah. Yeah. No. It just it's 
the whole thing about it's interesting because he did he has perpetuated the buried treasure but did he have other treasure that he really didn't i mean he knew that he was going to be charged as a pirate when he came back to boston he got rid of the Cana merchant. He tried to hide. I, I could see in this case, maybe he tried to hide it and put it in a safe spot that he can come back to it. But because he probably didn't think he was going to be hung. Yeah. I think he thought that his because he was a privateer. Yeah, because he came back to Boston and one of the original investors was there and talked to him. And he was so terrified of being guilty by association. He turned kid in. Well, yeah. How sweet. Yeah. So, so lovely. So lovely. So, but that's where my thing is about him with the buried treasure is that before his execution, he obviously did the ploy again. So either A, he really, oh, and he wrote that if they didn't find it, they would hang him. So either he really meant that there was buried treasure out there or he thought he could escape. I think for part B, he thought he could sit. He used the card for the treasure and it failed him miserably. I really think that he was going to try to find a way to get out of there. And he grew up from a pretty good prominent background. So, you know, maybe he had uh, connections and a lot. He was able to escape. Yeah. Somebody on the outside to help him. Yeah. They, they rehash same old mess because that's all they have left to go on. It, it, it's one of those like you watch these shows and you're like, yeah, well that's freaking obvious. Why yeah. would you? Why well, Why would it take like a hundred years for you to I'm look sure. at the number and look at latitude and longitude? You know, there might crying be, out loud. There might be actually something to the Aster thing, right? But then it gets twisted around and all of a sudden people are saying, I, yeah, they found it in a cave somewhere. I don't think I I call which probably wasn't even the original story. I call bullshit on the whole thing. Yeah. So when did he die? When was his? So he returned to Boston in 1699. So he left in 96 and 99. So he had four years for his expedition, which was really interesting because he actually only had a one year per his contracted document to actually hunt and capture pirates. So the fact that he stayed out longer was him trying to cover his ass. So um, we talked about in 69... 1699 returned to Boston and he was put into prison because that original investor he was in prison for a year and then he was brought over to England and he was held there for another year and actually those records of him being transported from America to England is in St. Augustine it's um they got some journals down there okay so I would love to be able to go to Mr. McRae and be like, can you just show me? I won't touch. I just want to look. <laughs> I would love to look. Like seeing first person history. It's all, first off, the museum down there is fantastic. First person pirate history. First person pirate. The, the museum down there is awesome. It, it's really cool. And to know that there's actually more stuff down there that we haven't seen. Super exciting. Um, so... So it brought to England. So 1699, one year, 1700, another year, 1701. He was tried and convicted on May 9th. <laughs> I don't know that one. 1701. And what's interesting is that he was charged on seven, six convictions. Five of them piracy, one for murder. 
One for murder being... So if he wasn't going out for piracy, he was going out for murder. Yeah, and what's interesting is the murder was the gunner, and the only reason why he murdered the gunner is he hit the gunner with a bucket. I know you know the story. Yeah. But he did it during mutiny. And typically, during mutiny, if that happens, they look away. But the 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 whole thing is they think that kid was a patsy. He was a fall. He was just a fall goat. Fall for, guy. Fall guy. Fall goat. For what happened with the Cato Merchant and uh, trying to save face with the East India Trading Company. So, but, um, yeah, that's why he, five, five charges of piracy and one murder. And what's interesting, that was during a mutiny, and typically they kind of turn their nose on that and they don't pay attention. So that was May 9th, 1701. And then on May 25th, 1701, about two weeks after he was convicted, he was hung in England on the Times where uh, execution dock, which we have talked about in the past, which is where they have to wait for the water to go down and have the execution. And fun fact. Fun fact. The rope broke. Yes. On the first time they hung him. And wasn't his execution the one where they like partied and everything? And... They party on all of them. Yeah. They party all of them. But uh, so when his rope broke, they sometimes see this as a sign to let the person. So they sometimes see that as a sign to let the person go. Let my people go, as they are saying over there. Mm -hmm. um, but again, with William Kidd, they just did not turn. Right. Their, they didn't turn their face on that. They had the scapegoat, like Lindsay said. That was their focus. That was their guy. That was it. It was the end. The end. He was getting hung one way. He was getting hung one way. So they did. So. Cameras resetting. I don't want to tell you. So they um, they hung him again. Second time they hung him. Probably saying bye to everybody. And then they give it at him. Give it, give it, give it, give it. I love that word. Give it, give it, give it, give it, give it, give it. They tarred the hell out of him. They put him with a gibbet. They put him over the river. And he stayed there for like three years. It wasn't three ties. It was three years. His yeah. ass stayed out there forever. Because pirate. Rugby Man, for, they loved him so much. Rugby's protesting the hanging. I know, right? He's such a pirate. They both are. Right, Rugby? Rugby. I'm not. I'm just wanting to see his face. Oh, shut up. So <laughs> we can I know I'm such a, I'm such a good mom. So uh that is the conclusion of William Kidd. It wasn't as many factual information, but is what we thought was crazy. Um what we learned. I talked a lot this episode, sorry. You're fine. Pronounce you pronounce give it. No, give it it, give it it, give it it, give it it, rib it, rib it. You know more about it than I did anyway. I haven't even finished reading the Pirate Kingdom. I got like a third through it. It's an interesting read. I'm hoping to finish it. Um, we might slip it into our hundred episode giveaway. Maybe. Don't forget, we're having that. And now that we know that Cedar Key is still going on, we might be having our 100th episode in Cedar Key. Yes. Yay. Which so, would be awesome. good things. Uh, give it away. Give it away now. What was that? Oh, Lindsay. Give it away now. Give it away now. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ruined. Stop. 
Just stop. I'm ruined. <laughs> I'm ruined. All right. Anyway. So it's that time. So it's that time. Next week is uh, Top Like Pirate Tuesday. Tuesday. Come have fun with us. Yeah. We're going to do pirate jokes, pirate slang, pirate insults. A pirate everything. Um, pirate actually, drink. we might have a pirate dinner that's from Just Add Rum. Hey, Jesse, did you get your book? Um, and remember, it's Mako Jumbi. Yes. So Mako Jumbi is next week's dinner. I guess we'll find out. When we I guess it. we will. Yeah. Um, if you are in the Smoke and Bacon app, join us for a quick half hour because it goes fast. It does go fast. And until next week, we hope you guys enjoy yourself. Stay safe. Stay dry. Not moist, but dry. Until then, hashtag drink more drink rum. Drink more rum. Bye, everybody.